0: So today joe biden arrived in new york city and joe biden came to visit but unfortunately many people in new york city didn't exactly rush out to greet the president and say hi except for those in his party and their party is getting slimmer and thinner every day yes it's true uh the uh democrats control the state of new york they have the most number of uh, elected officials in the state in many districts in new york city and other urban areas however across the entire state uh the voting is a lot more different and in fact the kind of uh political leaders that are here are, are very 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 much different um in this uh whole situation uh, as, uh, you know, people are looking at at everything, uh, you know, even though the top story, it seems for now, is, uh, you know, how people feel about the president's visit. The reality is the vast majority of people in this state, in this country. Uh, do not feel as safe as they used to know. Now they are looking at a total drop uh, and major, major changes that are going on throughout the uh, you know, throughout the country as uh, people are are just uh, trying their best. Um, And right now, you're seeing, of course, more and more efforts to try and eliminate criticism here on Spotify, on Anchor, and in other podcast platforms that are controlled by the woke left. In many cases, many of those owners don't agree with what's being said. And, you know, they don't want to, uh, uh, you know, they, 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 they don't want um, this entire situation to, to continue. But, uh, you know, w- we're looking at a huge problem with, uh, you know, present being viewed as weak, his allies being viewed as weaker, and police and law enforcement feeling they are being targeted for what is happening. Uh, You are seeing more and more and more uh, efforts to silence the political opposition with criminal investigations persecution-level layers of prosecution against anyone who has a dissenting opinion to what the Democrats have. And uh, it is becoming stronger and stronger. Um, There are a lot of situations that uh, people do not plainly want to hear anything talked about that uh, those who control certain websites and certain media companies don't want certain things being brought out into the open. Now, we of course are seeing more and more issues coming up and uh, it is becoming more and more of a problem in New York City. And uh, the problem is, is not just the issues of, um, it, it is not just the issues that people are seeing or talking about when it comes to what is going on. The other day, a few days ago, there was a segment on Fox and Friends where I used to do occasional news reports. And what happened on Fox and Friends is they talked about how illegal aliens, people who have illegally entered the country, people who are undocumented, are being not held in places near where they illegally crossed the border, but are being flown to places like Westchester, Long Island, and uh, Pennsylvania. In an obvious effort that a lot of people say may be directly targeting the impact of the next election. Many of these people who are being flown into the country are minor kids. um, And uh, they're being flown into areas where there is a push for alien voting. And this is, of course, being seen as another method for gerrymandering the votes. Because in many cases, uh, many of these kids' records are sealed. There's no way to double check if uh, they register to vote and they suddenly do vote that uh, you know you are going you're going you're gonna to be 100% sure that that they're going to be following every law i mean their mere presence in the country in and of itself was a violation of law was illegal so what do you expect them to follow laws or something as silly as a ballot to them election integrity being uh, nothing in many of these districts but first of all let's listen to uh, what Border Patrol officers were saying, when they were talking to Secretary Mayorkas about situations at the border, whenever an official comes down, apparently, to sit down and talk with Border Patrol agents, uh, they immediately, whether this is a Senator, whether it's a Republican, whether it's a Democrat, they immediately clear all the detention facilities, bus, ship out, fly out, all those who are being detained. Let's listen to what the uh, Border Patrol agents have to say. Every time
1: something in comes here, uh, we rush out. We have 50 more buses that come in, and they take as many people out here they as they can. That's you see, you might how it really is down here. Why do we keep sending as many people out of here as we can before they get here? So, I'm not, not exactly sure. So, Bjarke says, he, he's not, I don't know, I don't follow you. This area back here, before you come out, before anybody comes down the senator, it doesn't really matter. They always plus as many people out of here as they can to whatever oh. around sector. It may appear we know this. I know this. The
0: commitment remains and we keep fighting and let me let me just say you can turn your back on me but I'll never turn your back on my back on you well you know the reality is uh Majorca has turned his back on the agents he's uh helped prosecute uh, many agents for just doing their jobs um and uh you know laws are not being enforced the agents response to Majorca saying that he'll never turn his back on them well this is what he had to say hey.
2: Hey. One agent, wow. did, one agent did turn his back on because Another agent said that agents can't do their jobs under Biden's policies. Another one said Yuma was better under Trump. Everyone was doing their jobs. Right,
0: right. And so, you know, you're seeing a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot more of this stuff, you know, uh, and, uh, you know, a lot more of the issues. Now, now as to the secret flights, uh, you know, DHS contractors, uh, you know, basically being told to to. Uh, you know, uh, keep quiet when they, uh, you know, when they're flying in essentially illegal aliens into different parts of uh, uh, the country, like in Westchester. Uh, These are videos that are of actual, you know, police officers responding to, you know, a strange flight landing at an airport that's not usually designed to take a 737. And, uh, you know, police officers looking in at the situation, recording it with their body cams. And uh, uh, that information now getting uh, to the media and to members of the, uh, 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 the other elected officials in those areas who are wondering what exactly is happening. and Why are all these people being flown into their areas in the middle of the night, like one o'clock in the morning? Uh, you know, this uh, took place uh, uh, on August 13th, uh, wearing a body cam. Uh, this sort of happened at 6.17 in the morning on that particular day
2: that we can't you know spend 51 minutes talking about but some of the things that stood out to me can i give you my state id but work ids were not allowed to Mm -hmm. and then the police officer says i'm just trying to figure out what's what what who's who and how i'm supposed to keep this secure and then one of the contractors says we're not allowed to have our picture taken when we get on base the officer says un believable and who's that by dhs yes the officer said or the contractor says, yes, and the United States Army. You're on federal installation. The DHS wants everything on the download. Down And another contractor says, a lot of this is just download stuff that we don't tell people because we don't want to we don't want to cause attention. We don't want the media.
3: Right, exactly. Well, they got the media in August and they stopped then flying to that particular mm-hmm. airport. They picked some other airport. Uh, where the police officers in those localities undoubtedly scratching their head. So what is going on? The contractor himself, uh the one that uh, Officer Hambrosti is speaking to, he knows what's going on and he knows what it means for America. Listen to this part. I get the whole secret name, holy shit, but this is even
2: about my shit
3: And there's one more,
0: you know, and and, and this is what they're saying, you know, this is this is basically a betrayal of law. This is government essentially saying once and for all, you know, we don't care what the laws are. We don't care what the Congress passes. We don't care what the laws are on the books. Uh, The administration, the Biden administration will do what it wants to do and will move as many illegal aliens into areas that they need to gain votes in. And that is basically it. Uh, And these people are being told to move into places. They're even being told to register as American citizens. They're being assisted with uh, supposedly birth certificates that, that claim that they were born in the United States or that they're given some kind of legal status and uh, a, a, basically a expedited citizenship pathway for, for many of these kids uh, who are, you know, 16, 17 years old. Hey, you know, they'll make a deal with them. You, As long as you vote Democrat, you get citizenship at 18. Yep. That's the way it's going. And that's a sad reality of what's happening in these United States. Betrayal. What can you expect? That's what Biden is best known for, it seems. So Biden is about betrayal. And uh, that is what they're viewing him in Brooklyn tonight. Uh, You know, he was here today. I don't know if he's still here in New York City. The the city's been gray and dark and gloomy all day. So maybe the president is still in town. I'm of New York, and we'll be back with more in a bit. (music) Today in his visit to New York City, uh, President uh, Joe Biden uh, met with uh, Mayor Eric Adams and they talked about ghosts, ghost ghosts. You see, in the eyes of the Democrats, anyone who has a weapon that could possibly be used for self-defense or to protect themselves from criminals um, or from Democrats you know, uh, or whatever, but you know anyone who has a a self-defense device must be stopped from possessing that device because they only want the police to have weapons and they only want their kind of police to have weapons uh they do not believe in the first amendment they want the first amendment completely repealed. they do not want anyone to be able to defend themselves and protect themselves from any type of criminal activity because they want to copy a model that is basically the model That is used in most socialist countries uh, to make sure that no one can form any form of dissent of any kind or protest and be able to defend themselves from that method. It is ironic that the NAACP was one of the strongest members and supporters of the National Rifle Association back in the day. And in fact, uh, African-Americans were among the NRA's strongest group of members. Uh, Groups like the Black Panthers uh, were, were very active in uh, gun rights and and the the ability of people to to get together and protect themselves uh, in in times of harassment and other purposes. Uh, You know, when, when people would try to intimidate certain communities, when they found out that those communities had the ability to defend themselves, usually the intimidation ended. And in fact, nothing usually ever happened because of that. So it is as if this is the reason. Now, Senator Ted Cruz uh, had a press conference when he was asked about a mass, or rather a shooting that took place recently in the state of Texas, uh, wherein some police officers uh, were were injured. Uh, One, I believe, was killed. That is unfortunate. But the thing was, again, it was not a ghost gun or a homemade weapon or a legal firearm. It was a stolen weapon. In fact, it may have been some of the very weapons that the Obama administration had procured and tried to smuggle across the border into Mexico uh, under Operation Fast and Furious that Eric Holder has never been made to face any criminal actions or explanation for, for whatever reason. And uh, that is something that, that is uh, in need of review because a lot of these loose weapons, millions of them that have been uh, you know supposedly trafficked across the Mexican border, seem to always end up with street gangs in urban centers and cities. And many of those weapons that were supposedly uh, used for those purposes of, uh, you know, uh, tracking the illegal weapons uh, trafficking uh, guilds, well, no, they seem to be being used to create more crime in many areas of the United States. These aren't ghost guns. They are guns that have basically been ghosted or taken off the rolls and just dropped into communities around the country. Let's listen to what Ted Cruz had to say about the uh, the problem with the illegal firearms uh, of stolen weapons and trafficked weapons around the United States that uh, are a major problem and, in fact, are not the issue when it comes to most crime in New York City. In fact, I don't think there's been any shooting of any note in New York City it has resulted as the result of the use of so-called ghost guns. The vast majority of firearms used in crimes in New York City are firearms that have been illegally acquired, trafficked and sold on the streets.
1: Reasons why in the Senate I have led the charge uh, for targeting criminals and felons and preventing them from getting firearms. Back in 2013, I introduced legislation, the grassley Cruz legislation that is focused on improving the background check system, making sure that felonies and serious mental health adjudications are in the background check situation. Grassley-Cruz would have created a gun crime task force of the Department of Justice that is targeted on prosecuting felons and fugitives who try to illegally buy firearms. That if you buy a firearm illegally, you try to buy a firearm illegally, I think you should be prosecuted and put in jail. And unfortunately, when we voted on Grassley Cruz, the Democrats in the Senate filibustered the bill. Uh, The bill got the most bipartisan support of any of the comprehensive legislation put forward. Nine Democrats voted for Grassley Cruz, but the Democrats filibustered the bill, prevented it from passing. We'll find out more about the details of how this terrorist acquired the firearm. I can tell you another horrific attack on a church, Sutherland Springs in Texas, the worst. Church shooting in U.S. history. In that instance, there is a very significant possibility if Grassley Cruz had passed, if the Democrats had not filibustered it, that church shooting wouldn't have happened. Why? Because the deranged gunman in that in that instance was already ineligible to buy a firearm. He had a criminal conviction, a felony conviction, he had a domestic violence conviction. And he had a mental health adjudication. All of those made made it illegal for him to buy a firearm. The reason he was able to buy a firearm is because the Air Force under the Obama administration never reported his conviction to the database. So when he went to buy his gun, they ran a background check. But because his conviction wasn't in the database, the background check came up clean. Grassley-Cruz would have required a federal audit from the Department of Justice of every federal agency designed to catch convictions like that of this gunman and put them in the database, and then secondly, the Gun Crime Task Force directed by Crassley Cruz directed the Department of Justice, when a felon or fugitive tries to illegally buy a firearm, DOJ is to go in, prosecute him, and put him in jail. When that gunman went to, to, to buy his, his firearm for in Sutherland Springs, he checked the box on the form that said he didn't have a felony. He checked the box that said he didn't have a domestic violence conviction. He checked the box that said he didn't have a mental health adjudication. All of those were lies. Each of those lies was itself a separate felony with up to five years in prison. Had Grassley Cruz passed, he would have been prevented from buying his gun because his conviction would have been in the database and the Department of Justice would have showed up, prosecuted him and he would have been in prison instead of in that beautiful sanctuary murdering those people. We need to focus on stopping bad guys in this instance This terrorist, if we'd stopped him from coming into the United States before he got here, the congregants at at Beth Israel would not have faced this terror situation. And So I believe the right approach is to target the bad guys, to target felons, to target fugitives, to target terrorists, and at the same time to protect the Second Amendment rights of law-abiding citizens. The danger is from the lawbreakers and violent criminals. It's not from law-abiding citizens protecting their own families.
0: So when you listen to what uh, Ted Cruz, of course, has said there, it is basically talking about, uh, you know, a a terror attack that took place wherein um, the terrorists had come to the United States specifically entering um, a a synagogue in Texas and thinking that, you know, because you go into a synagogue and you create a situation there that causes a, a, a crime that uh you know naturally all jewish people or people who jewish descent you know seem to have some kind of control over everything remember my last name is cohen so uh you know when i talk about the situation i kind of know what i'm talking about and, and that's not true you know if, if that were true my life would be so much easier you know? <laughs> I, w- I wouldn't have to go on you know uh government disability to try to meet my medical needs for my glaucoma uh, that, that 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 is how bad life can be so there is absolutely zero truth uh, to to those types of things. When it comes to uh, you know uh, you know if 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 someone happens to uh, think that oh you know it's all connected and uh, you know if you if something happens in a synagogue you know they look at the phone and uh, anything goes right. No, that's not how it works. Okay. Uh, <laughs> In fact, a lot of the people who who have that view are just completely, uh, you know, that's the reason they die. You know, that's that's the reason uh, terrorists are killed. Uh, Today, of course, a a raid did take place wherein uh, 13 people, along with a terrorist leader, uh, blew themselves up um, while a raid was being conducted by U.S. special forces in Syria. The uh, actions, of course, led to the deaths of uh, six children uh, and, and, and some women, leading to some to uh, mockingly say that the, uh, you know, the United States actually uh, killed more kids than, than terrorists in this particular rate. Uh, but, of course, the, uh, you know, Secretary of State came in and just said, uh, well, you know, we, uh, we, 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 we took a... Um, uh you know we, we took a position that that was completely different so you know the uh counterterrorism raid, of course uh killed a total of uh 13 people these are some of the reactions and the views that came in because of that you know uh he was technically the leader of islamic state uh, when this happened president biden uh said that uh, abu ibrahim al-hashimi al-Qaishqi. Was uh, you know killed during a raid uh, Wednesday night in uh, southwestern Syria. Uh, the statement, of course, from Biden specifically uh, was quoted by you know different news agencies uh, talking about uh, how he uh, how he brought that uh, you know and ordered the raid about how they you know were watching the uh, the whole thing unfold while they were in the uh, uh, white one of the White House Situation Rooms. And uh how, how this of course uh took place uh, you know, with the, the full uh review and monitoring of, of civilian authority over the military as they carried out the raid. You have to remember though that there's a lot of people who are wondering, uh, because during a raid, similar raids took place under the Biden administration in Afghanistan, uh they made a mistake and and they actually killed a Japanese aid worker who was an Afghan national living in that place. So a lot of people in the Middle East are, are kind of biding their time and waiting for verification and confirmation. Uh, not a lot of Intel data apparently was seized. It does not appear that they recovered or took any any electronic data. Usually they're they're fond of saying right away, oh, you know, we got a certain number of hard drives, you got these items, and these types of things. There was an explosion and they supposedly left the body of the the uh, terrorist suspect because of heavy fire going on in the area. Uh, well, let's listen to what President Biden had to say earlier today on this. And uh, you know, I'm I'm just reviewing a, a recording from the White House.gov or com.
3: Operating on my orders. The United States military forces successfully moved a major terrorist threat to the world, the global leader of ISIS, known as. Haji Abdullah. He took over as leader of ISIS in uh, 2019 after the United States counterterrorism operation killed al-Baghdadi. Since then, ISIS has directed terrorist operations targeting Americans, our allies and our partners, and countless civilians in the Middle East, Africa, and in South Asia. Haji Abdullah oversaw the spread of ISIS-affiliated terrorist groups around the world after savaging communities and murdering innocents. He was responsible for the recent brutal attack on a prison in northeast Syria holding ISIS fighters, which was swiftly addressed by our brave partners in the Syrian Democratic Forces. He was the driving force behind the genocide of the Yazidi people in northwestern Iraq in 2014. We all remember the gut-wrenching stories, mass slaughters that wiped out entire villages Thousands of women and young girls sold into slavery, rape used as a weapon of war. And thanks to the bravery of our troops, this horrible terrorist leader is no more. Our forces carried out the operation with their signature preparation and precision, and I directed the Department of Defense to take every precaution possible to minimize civilian casualties. Knowing that this terrorist had chosen to surround himself with families, including children, we made a choice to pursue. A special forces raid at a much greater risk than our to our own people, rather than targeting him with an airstrike. We made this choice to minimize civilian casualties. Our team is still compiling the report, but we do know that as our troops approach to capture the terrorist, in a final act of desperate cowardice, he with no regard to the lives of his own family or others in the building. He chose to blow himself up, not just to the vest, but to blow up that third floor rather than face justice for the crimes he has committed, taking several members of his family with him, just as his predecessor did. I'm grateful for the immense courage and skill and determination of our U.S. forces who skillfully executed this incredibly challenging mission. The members of our military are the solid steel backbone of this nation ready to fly into danger at a moment's notice to keep our country and the American people safe as well as our allies. And I'm also grateful to the families of our service members. You serve right alongside these soldiers and sailors, Marines, Special Forces, the loved ones, giving them the strength and support they need to do what they do. To our service members and their families, we're forever grateful for what you do for us, and we owe you a debt. Thank you. We're also aided by the essential partnership of the Syrian Democratic Forces. I want to commend our dedicated intelligence community, the Department of Defense, and members of our national security team throughout the government, whose meticulous and tireless work over the course of many months ensured that this mission succeeded.
0: So that, of course, is uh, President Biden on the uh, taking out by US Special Forces, ISIS leader Abu Ibrahim al-Hashimi um, and of course, uh, you know, obviously, at a time like this when the U.S. military is called into a situation, most Americans do rally around the flag and support the, those actions. But again, questions remain. This is the number of civilians who were killed. And in fact, was there a need to do more uh, to ensure that? That uh, they could have captured more data or or taken in, uh, you know, more, uh, uh, you know, more uh, capability as far as uh, ensuring that there would be success in all of these things. I'm Mike of New York. That's our podcast uh, for this um, Tuesday, Thursday, Wednesday, weekday, whatever day it is. And there we go. You have a great night.